had the worst week of my life last week. Oh no, why? I fell down the stairs at work. Work was crazy because it was snowing and people cannot drive in the snow. That's facts. And my car cost me $1,100. Good old Ruby. Worst week ever. At least I did not break my foot. Yeah, that's good. Because I broke my foot one time and Mm -hmm. it was not fun. At all. But even coming close to breaking it sucks. Yeah. That's just one of the, like, of course you use your feet a lot, Mm -hmm. duh. But, like, you don't think about how annoying the pain will be, Mm -hmm. you know? Even, like, just moving in the bed or something. Yeah. It's just. I had the worst time sleeping. Oh, yeah. I broke my hand once, and you never know how much you need your dominant hand to break it. I mean, literally. Everyone, like, we should know, but. Literally. But we don't. This is too much information, but I had to learn how to wipe my ass with with your other hand. hand. (laughs) That sucks. The most difficult thing ever. That reminds me. So, Taylor broke both of his arms at the same time when he was younger, I think in high school, from a dirt bike crash. So now I want to know, like, how he wiped his ass. What? Okay. I have Interesting. No Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Too much information. Calling him as soon as I leave here. Okay. I want to know the answer. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> all right. I have to clear my throat. I'm sorry. Ready? <clears throat> we'll do that at the same time. Yeah, get it all over <clears throat> with. Okay. You're way more energetic to welcome people today. Welcome to the Expired Podcast. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening. Like, follow, share, subscribe. We're on TikTok, Facebook, Instagram. Make sure you follow Be us. on the streets. Yes. And thank <laughs> you so much to everyone who's been messaging us. We've gotten a lot of messages um, about like, do y'all only do Chattanooga cases? No, we generally stick to Tennessee. We have done one in um, Georgia on Lookout Mountain, but mm-hmm. that's pretty much Tennessee to me. Yeah. Um, we have covered serial cases mm-hmm. that, you know, have, have some sort of here. connection to Tennessee. And we want to broaden our horizons to the southeast. Yes. And then eventually the whole United States will send us your cases. Yes. Especially if they're from Tennessee. Yeah. This um, is so interesting because this is our home. We've lived here our entire lives and we know the this place. Yeah. So it's just really interesting to me also kind of scary how much crime goes on here a lot decade after decade after decade too yeah and like all different kinds Mm -hmm. and types Mm -hmm. of kidnap murder Mm -hmm. all the all the horrific people are sketchy i know um yeah so that said this week our case is um, Suze, do you say Susan or Suzanne? I say Suzanne. For this, right? Because it's the Z-A-N-N-E. Okay. Yeah. Well, me Suzanne. too. Um, Marie Collins. So her parents, Jack and Trudy Collins, were a military family. And like most military families, they move ar- moved around a lot. Jack was a foreign service officer in the United States Navy. And Trudy wasn't able to have children, so the couple adopted Stephen, their son, and then a few years later, they adopted their daughter, Suzanne. And even though the movie, or the family did move around a lot, um, they were actually really good, like in school and stuff, able to be successful. They both excelled at school and in sports. Um, And when it was time for Suzanne to graduate, 
from Robert E. Lee High School in Virginia. She already knew exactly what she wanted to do. So at 18 years old in 1984, she enlisted into the Marine Corps and was stationed at a Naval Support Activity Naval Support Activity Mid-South in Millington, Tennessee, which is like the southwest corner of Tennessee, so like close to Memphis. Yeah, it's literally the last county before before that you get across the like state line. Mississippi and Arkansas, yeah. 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 Um, I find this interesting that she was 18, this is 1984, she's mm-hmm. a female, mm-hmm. and she enlists in the Marine Corps. Like, I feel like that had to be fairly rare back then, probably yeah. even still rare today. Yeah, but, snap to her, that's amazing. yeah. yeah. I mean, but she did have a military background, like, with True. her father, at least. Yeah. So, um, you know, a lot of families do that, where they pass down their love of It's kind of all they know. Occupation. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yep, but good for her. And yeah. Good for her parents for being supportive of that. Yeah, and good for any woman who ever decided, any man or woman, I should say, mm-hmm. who would serve our country is truly, <clears throat> truly amazing. Yep. So, Suzanne Collins... <clears throat> She was a Lance Corporal in the Marine Corps, and on July 11th, 1985, she had had a long, hard day in the Tennessee Sun training. Suzanne decided to take her nightly run at this place called Edmund Orgill Park. It was near their base. And while out running, a lot of um, people did that, like they would go on their nightly run around the Marine Corps base. Yeah, especially people that were enlisted. Yeah. yeah. So um, one night, two other joggers had heard a scream. And while out on her run, she had been abducted, raped, and murdered. Two other Marines in the park remember hearing this distinct scream and the sound of a muffler. Like a distinct, very loud muffler. Loud muffler. Like when you cut your tailpipe off. I cannot stand that noise. Me either. I cannot. Um, They ran towards the scream and witnessed a car driving away. The two Marines then immediately reported it to their supervisors and were able to describe, how would you say his name? Sedley? Um, Yeah, Sedley Tally. Sedley? Yeah. Sedley Tally's car. Sedley was a Marine living on base with his wife. His car had a very specific loud muffler. Security was able to stop Sedley, who told them he had been out buying two six-packs of beer, a bottle of wine, and a bottle of liquor while his wife was at a Tupperware party. Dang. Getting 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 wasted. (laughs) The officers were satisfied with his story, and since Suzanne hadn't been reported missing like they just yeah. find her um they let him go <clears throat> i mean seems seems legit to yeah. let him go like but i'm i mean i know it's for sure a stereotype but like that's a lot of alcohol mm-hmm. maybe he was buying for like the week two maybe. weeks maybe they were having a party that weekend maybe them. i did hear he'd <laughs> like to drink though oh yeah red flag yeah so Susan's roommate reported her missing when she didn't come back home that night. So I think she's like, okay, she goes for a run. She goes to sleep. She wakes up and she's not back. So good on the roommate. 
Um, her body was found that exact same morning in the park. The autopsy report is brutal. Trigger warning, trigger warning, trigger warning. This is bad. It's heinous. So feel free to fast forward about 30 seconds. <laughs> um, Suzanne died from blunt force trauma to the head and hemorrhaging. She had a fractured skull and she had been raped with a tree branch. And the rape was so forceful that it punctured her lungs. The killer then left her for dead. And near the body, police found clothing that included a pair of men's underwear. Sedley Talley was then immediately arrested. He claimed he accidentally hit Suzanne while she was running. So with the car, I'm assuming. But... That wouldn't explain the rape. Witnesses saw a man who was between 5'6 and 5'8 with a dark complexion kidnapping Suzanne. Sedley was more than six feet tall with red hair. Thomas Bruce, a classmate of Suzanne's, and John Burrup, a boyfriend, were also looked at for these crimes because of the description of the suspect. I have two things here. Okay. One, um... I need to freshen up on my dates of when DNA analysis was becoming Mm -hmm. affordable and usable for all areas of the country and able to be um, used in court. Mm -hmm. Um, Also, I'm having a hard time believing witnesses. For me, it just red flag that it's like, especially back then, even in today's world, especially back then. Everyone wants to go to the guy was not white. He had dark skin, dark complexion. Mm -hmm. Like that's just their Mm go-to. And in 1984, I feel like that's, or 1985, I feel like that's, would they ever say anything different? Yeah. You know? Mm -hmm. Also, it was dark. You know? I don't. Bloody FM presents Hometown Ghost Stories, a paranormal podcast that investigates a new town every week, bringing you all the hauntings, from haunted houses to castles, bridges to asylums, wandering spirits to demons. Over 100 episodes covering different towns all over the world. Tune in to Hometown Ghost Stories live on YouTube every Tuesday night at 9 p.m. Eastern or on any podcast platform and find out if your hometown is haunted. I don't know. It's hard. It's witness um, descriptions are like crumbs. Yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do think that they should be listened to or at least like used. But it's also one of those like, if if you don't remember what you saw, then don't make it up. Or if you didn't see anything, Mm -hmm. like don't lie, don't make it up. Yeah. Which I'm not saying that they were lying. It's just, it could be, we just, every case, it seems like it's always got to be, um, a person of color. It can never be a white man. Yeah. You know, and I'm frustrated. I want to know the stats on the races of men who kill. Yeah. Cause. And rape. And sodomize. A lot of times I feel like, it's white guys, mm-hmm. you know. Statistically, it's true. We should, yeah. That's... I would also like to know: um, <clears throat> Did they 
did they take this tip seriously? Yeah. Like how many people of color lived around the area, went to the park or the stores or like, you know, like what's the demographic look like there? Mm -hmm. I don't know. I mean, uh, I feel like it was probably less uh, or more white on a Navy base in, or the Marine base in 1985. But that area, I mm -hmm. feel like, has a lot of people of color. Yeah. Yeah. Just be so, interesting to know what it was like then. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but again, if they're saying this guy was like, take skin color out of it, if they're saying he's five, six, five, eight, and sadly is six foot tall or taller, like that, the math ain't math in yeah. there because <laughs> that's term. a very big difference. Yeah. yeah. That's like short to average to tall. Yeah. Like more than normal yeah height yeah so so in march <clears throat> of 1987 sedley alley who is white by the way yes with that. with red hair yes and this was two years after yep two years after he was convicted of first degree kidnapping rape and murder of suzanne collins he claimed that he had a personality disorder and was coerced into confessing in May of that same year, he was sentenced to death and scheduled to be executed on May 2nd of 1990. He applied for years. Um, appealed. Sorry. Appealed, sorry. Yeah. He appealed for years, um, but was finally executed on June 28th, 2006. The, um, the amount of time between the murders, this is really sad. Mm -hmm. um, the amount of time between the murders and Allie's execution was 20 years, 11 months, and 14 days that he spent in jail, which was longer than Suzanne Collins had even been alive. She was alive for 19 years, one month, and four days when she was killed. So I think that if he did it, that's justice. Yeah. I don't he, think the death penalty is justice, but I, <clears throat> I don't know. I am blurry on the death penalty. Um, I cannot fight or argue one way or the other mm -hmm. right now. Not saying that I feel like everyone grows up and you change and your opinions change and how you feel changes. Mm -hmm. Like right now, I can't say that I'm completely against it. And I also can't say that I'm for it either. I just really don't have a strong enough opinion with reasoning behind it mm -hmm. to argue either way. Yeah. But I will say in this case, I'm having a hard time with him being sentenced to death considering the evidence. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was nothing that told me like slam dunk. He for sure did it. There is, he would never have remorse for it. He would do it again and again and again to anyone and everyone. Like, there's just not enough evidence there to prove to me that he deserved the death penalty. Mm -hmm. um, because I think if he had served life, I also feel like that that would be justice served. Yeah. Um, and I would also be interested to know if um, him saying that he suffered with a personality disorder and was coerced into... Um, uh, confessing if that how much weight that was given and if that was true mm -hmm. 
So yeah, the death penalty to me here just seems a little extreme yeah. for what we could find on right. the case. Yeah. Um, his daughter actually did a lot of work trying to help him get out and appeal and um, all that stuff. And I think she still stands <clears throat> by her dad. Um, as for Suzanne Collins' parents, Jack and Trudy, um, they have spent their lives dedicated to victims and advocates of victims' family. They also started a scholarship in their daughter's name. Trudy, unfortunately, passed away in January of last year, 2023. She leaves behind her husband, her son, Stephen, Stephen's wife, Cassandra, and Stephen and Cassandra's daughter, Sienna. I love that name, Sienna. It's so pretty. Sienna waits for you, Billy Joel. One of my <laughs> top five favorite songs ever. <laughs> it's no, that's a good Vienna. song. It's Vienna. It is Vienna. Oh. And um, it makes me think of Vienna sausages. Yeah. But no, I think it's really cool that they started a scholarship in her name. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't. I feel like I say it all the time. I can't imagine being the parents of someone who had to go through this and die this way. And that being your child, but um, it's impressive when parents do something good with the, the most terrible dead. thing that any person or any family has to needs to go through. Like, mm-hmm. no. Yeah. Um, I also, speaking of his daughter, um, Sedley, and her like doing a lot of work to try and help with the appeals and stuff like that. That's another thing with the death penalty. I feel like if you don't have a full-blown, I did it, and I have told you the exact same story of my confession is my confession, and it hasn't changed, and here are the details, and this is what happened, this is what I did, and it remains the same, and the person stands by their confession. I don't know that, like, like this guy didn't. He never... The one time he said he hit her with a vehicle, Mm -hmm. but he didn't say he did anything else, Mm -hmm. you know? My theory is if Sedley did this, I think he was drunk. Yes. Out drunk, picking up booze, driving around the Marine base or whatever. He may have accidentally hit her with his car. Mm -hmm. And because he didn't want to get caught, he raped her with the branches mm-hmm. and it killed her. Yeah. Or just, the, the blunt first trauma <clears throat> to her the body from being hit by a car. Yeah. I just feel like, <clears throat> I feel like someone that's, why, who just, sorry, I just heard a scream. I'm on edge now. Is it our neighbors upstairs that always argue? Yeah. Yeah, but that sounded, she sounded like she got like, like Tickled. spooked or um or like dropped something. Okay. You know? Yeah. Uh okay. y'all, it's a roller coaster here with our neighbors upstairs. It is. I wonder if they listen. I wonder if they know. I don't know, but we can hear everything that you say <laughs> and do. <laughs> we know everything. Everything. Yeah. Um but I I just is there a world where someone who is capable of this has never done anything like this before. Like, you know, I don't yeah. know. I feel like this is not something like, oh, I'm drunk and I was at the liquor store getting more alcohol and I was drunk and I hit somebody and then I decided to 
yeah. literally puncture their lungs through their vaginal area with a tree branch. Yeah. What? That's a lot. It's so, that is extreme. Like, mm-hmm. I don't, no, to me, somebody who's just like wasted out of their mind that's being a selfish, absolute low life moron driving their vehicle and accidentally hit somebody, they just run. Yeah. That is true. They don't want to stick around. Yeah. That, that could be a possibility. I don't know. I don't know. Or this could be a two person Two person thing. thing. He hit her. She was out of it on the ground mm-hmm. and someone else attacked her. Yeah. Oh my God. But then like someone would have had to kidnap her. Well, if they were in a dark park. And that's the thing. If she went missing and was kidnapped, then how'd she end up back at the place she well, was? Well, she, it was more or less kidnapping is holding someone. Like hostage. their will. Right. And because she was alive and near this area that they didn't know if she was missing or not because mm-hmm. she just may have not come back yet yeah um so she was only missing from like the evening hours to in the morning when her mm-hmm. body was discovered that's yeah. her only time she's interesting i would i would really like to know i would like to know what her family thinks if yeah. they believe that he did this and justice was served or if over time, maybe they just chose that, hey, we have to, if the court system did this properly, we have to believe that this is how, what mm-hmm. happened. So they've grown to accept it. Yeah. Or if, if they're still kind of on the fence and it's just a matter of like, no, no, we've, we've just moved on and we just want to have her name be in good memory. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's all how people cope. I yeah. Think, you know? Yeah. Different people cope in different ways and always are acceptable. You can't judge someone on their feelings. No, absolutely not. And I also feel, I feel like rough for his, his daughter because I feel like she's going to have to learn to accept that he was guilty or like, what do you do? Do you spend the rest of your life trying to figure, trying to still prove his innocence Mm -hmm. to honor his name, Mm -hmm. you know, or do you just learn to accept it what? as it is yeah. what it is yeah like that's a lot of people having to deal with a bunch of almost like unsolvable stuff yeah that's rough mm-hmm. the mysteries of the world they <sighs> haunt us all man mm-hmm. okay well there's that there's that damn it yep um, we need to take better care of each other yes we do gosh we really people. do be the example <sighs> yes yes all right. Well, thank you. And please make sure that you're subscribing to our YouTube channel and download wherever you get your podcast. Episodes are available every Monday at six. Yep. And be sure to leave us reviews and mm-hmm. comments mm-hmm. and feedback and five stars. All the things. Send us cases. Um, all the things. We love yeah. to hear from you guys. Yes. Thanks uh, so much. You're going to be an asshole. Be a funny one. Don't do drugs take care of each other yes i love that we had that well that's a new one okay take care (laughs) of each other i love it this is the expired podcast bye